Welcome to the Self-Kindness with Pete podcast, where we explore self-kindness. What is self-kindness? It's not just fluff. It's substance. It's not just a nicety. It's a life-altering practice. We explore how getting a foundation of self-kindness right inside allows you to live as your very best version of you in the world. I'm Pete Sibley, the Self-Kindness Coach, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley. You are the human being that you are. And is that enough? Do you really believe that? Do you trust yourself? Do you trust life? Do you trust inherently that who you are right now is enough? Well, my friends, that is what we are getting into today in this Self-Kindness with Pete podcast. And it really is a reflection of what I have started calling the self-kind mind. The self-kind mind is just simply a lens of how we see the world, how we see our lives. And it is has been my experience that a certain lens that we filter our thoughts through, the, our personal awareness, how we understand what we make things mean, can take a very similar situation and see it in completely different ways. So that's why today we are asking this question, what is enough? So I want to give a shout out to my coach, you have probably heard me say this. I just believe so much in the value of having somebody help me see my mind, even as I have all of these practices, even as I lead other people, even if I have a business that is designed around helping people to watch the cause and effect in their lives. The thoughts that lead to every result in my life. I have people that help me to do that. I work with a therapist. I have a coaching community that I'm part of and a coach. And so a shout out to all of those people who invited me to continue to explore enough in my life. What is enough? Do I live inherently from a space of believing that I'm not enough and I need to get better? Or do I notice that I'm living from a space of frustration with enough, like as a parent, and I use it in like, I've had enough, you know, or I've had enough of, and so what is enough? And how do I know when I've reached it? So I think this is such a valuable question in this moment because I believe with this Western education, this Western lens that I'm, you know, speaking from, I believe that our culture has taught us that we, you and I, are inherently not enough. Whether it's something as 
powerful as a religious belief of original sin or through media and culture or even the way that us a well-meaning uh, institution like a school can maybe give the wrong message that we are not enough and we need to get better. And so I want to explore this in my life and share with you to invite you to that same exploration. And what is enough in your life? For me, I started to look at the the definition, but that, you know, that puts me back into my head. (laughs) And I love being in my head. I love the conceptualized part of language and understanding that and pulling it apart. Fascinating. But what about the experience of enough? The experience of enoughness? Or the experience of not enough? So I wanted to get into, first of all, what is enough as a feeling? And I love asking the question this way because it brings me back to my truth. It brings me back to exploring my answer. And the reason why that's so valuable all the time, but especially with something as enoughness, is because too often we have used, uh, you know, the outside world, other people as our indicator. And so if I ask myself, where do I feel enough? And where do I feel not enough? Then it puts me back into my power rather than giving it to other people to indicate whether I'm approved of or appreciated or accepted or loved or worthy. And really, that is the quality, the feeling of being enough is worthiness right here, right now. Do you believe that you are enough? Do you feel that feeling right now that you are enough? Enough to be worthy of happiness. Enough to be at peace. Enough to trust life. Trust yourself for a moment and let your worry, your stress, your anxiety take a quick deep breath, a quick pause. Do you believe that you are worthy enough to not censor yourself? You know, this idea of not enough is based on that we have put our acceptance, our approval, our appreciation on the condition of what other people say and think and believe about us. And the longer that you sit in a self-kindness, an inner kindness practice, the more you see how powerful you are in that you are your source for your worth. You are your source for approval, the source for appreciation, deservedness, and love. 
Now, that's a powerful place to be. And honestly, (laughs) at times, it feels almost easier to put it onto other people because then we can blame other people and we could judge other people. They just don't understand me or, you know, we can use other people and we don't have to look at us. But again, that self-kind mind, that lens, understands how to do that looking at us. It knows how to do it gently, with compassion, with connection, with understanding the cause and effect in your life. It realizes that our thoughts are the cause, and our feelings come from that cause, which create our actions, which create the results in our lives. So if you have a thought about enoughness or something is not enough, and you haven't asked what is enough, then not enough creates a feeling, and we live from that feeling. So we do the thing to try to get somebody to reflect back to us that we are enough. And so our actions are, we go out to the other person. Maybe we say yes when we mean no. We overcompensate or we, you know, we're not going back into us asking our truth. We're going out, out, out. And so I invite you to try this one on. You know, perhaps... This motivator, using not enough as a motivator in your life, is taking you away from recognizing and seeing where you are, you know, putting out energy and it's stopping you from getting to the place where you want to get, which is a place of knowing what to do with stress or feeling less stress a place of living free and connected, having your own back, giving yourself the approval that you're looking for from somebody else to actually live from a place that you feel worthy. Now, feeling worthy is, it's not about feeling good and happy and skipping around all the time. Feeling worthy can be that you are worthy enough to feel the crap you're feeling right now. Feeling worthy could be that you are, it's, it's, you deserve to understand the craziness of the thoughts going on in your mind. That is worthiness. So when you ask what is enough in your life, what if it was enough to just be where you are without the need to put that energy out to get approval, appreciation, and acceptance from other people. So try this one on. How much more energy, excitement, freedom, relief will you experience when you are not looking to somebody else for your approval? (laughs) How about if you were not looking for somebody else for acceptance? 
Or what about looking to other people for love? Don't you just feel how liberating that can be? And from that space, don't you just feel like you are enough? That you are enough right now to take whatever step that is necessary? That you are enough that distrust trusting who you are right in this moment is enough for you to you know take that courageous step forward you are enough right now to try that you know the new thing in your that's speaking to you you are enough from right here you don't have to get better you don't have to become more deserving and this is what I found in my experience, this is what I find in all of the people that I work with, that this is who we are naturally. This is what our mind is naturally. That's why I say the self-kind mind is who we are before we bought into all of these stories of not enough. It's like, We don't have to do, be, say, think anything. We just have to look at how not enough, how we have attached to that as a belief, as a core belief in our life. And when we look at that, just noticing it, that's the power of this practice. Just noticing it, it releases of its own. And we become curious. It's naturally who you are. You live from a place of inner kindness. It is naturally who you are. We literally needed to learn a new way of motivating ourselves, which is called quote-unquote normal in the world, which is I'm going to motivate myself by feeling that I'm not enough. I'm going to motivate myself to peace by beating myself up. I'm going to motivate myself to feel, to get to relaxation by being stressed out. How crazy is that? And I just mean crazy in the sense that it's off the mark. It's, it's, it's like how much energy does it take to uphold a story that is so untrue. You just have to tell yourself over and over and over and over again so you believe it. So this work, this kindness work, to see life through the self-kind mind is looking at what does it feel like to feel enough? And what would it feel like to believe that I'm enough right now and this is how I upgrade my lens. This is how I upgrade my mind. This is how I do the rewiring, the reprogramming that neuroplasticity, the science is showing us is possible. This is how we get to be intentional about living a self-kind, self-worth, inherently worthy life. The self-kind mind 
is a much stronger motivator than fear. It understands what to do with all the emotions and seeing them as valuable, even uncomfortable. It's valuable. It's the process, folks, that we're going for here. We're not going for the end results or the goals. Those happen along the way. And how I know it's true that it's the process that we're going for is because every person has had a moment where they have arrived at the goal, the, the desired outcome, they got there, and then life keeps going. Or we get there and the mind moves the goalpost. Or we get there and suddenly we're comparing ourselves to the person who's further along. So the self-kind mind might even ask a different question than, am I enough? It asks an invitation question, one that is active, which is, what do I require? And require has a base word in it of query, to seek, to ask. So it is part of a self-kindness practice to go in and ask yourself, what's my opinion here? And are you doing that, my friend? Because remember, you are both your thoughts, this collection of thoughts, this beautiful story that you're unfolding, and the awareness of that. That is the self-kind mind. That is the mind that is big enough and is saturated in the paradox of we are both divine and human. We are both masculine and feminine. We are both right and wrong. We are both, we're both, we're both, we're both. We are both on the ground, in the dirt, and 20,000 feet above the ground. We can hold both of those. And life from that place is anything but boring, folks. We don't sit around with drool coming out of our mouths, or we don't sit around just, you know, petting our the back of our hand and, you know, oh, isn't that nice? It's No, it's alive. It's vibrant. It's abundant. It's good. And if it wasn't, like, why would any of us ever feel that feeling of, you know, wanting to expand, wanting to grow? That's not selfish. It's not selfish to, you know, I have a, a friend that I know in, in this coaching realm who's made a lot of money and she wants to continue to make money. And it's not selfish because she made a promise to herself that she's going to give 5, 10% of her monthly revenue. So as she's ticking into the millions now, that's a lot of money. And that's a conversation for another day, but it is an exciting place to live. So these questions, the self-kind mind is open to. It's a lens to see the world from a powerful place, that it's all serving you. It's all here to serve. And what do I require 
to feel that. Don't you want to know? Do you trust yourself? Do you trust life? Do you trust that the other people in your life and all around you have the same access to this understanding as you and I do? Notice in that space of trust how liberating it can be to drop into your only job ever is to ask yourself, what's going on here? What do I require in this moment? And get in touch with that. And if you are ready to make that a living practice in your life, if you're ready to go there, then I invite you to be one of the courageous folks in my new program of the self-kind mind. So this application, it's open. You can find it on my Instagram, which is at selfkindnesswithp, or you can find it in the show notes here. And it is, it's one-on-one self-kindness coaching with some group aspects. So it's a group of 10 of you courageous people that are ready to do this work. And again, one-on-one coaching, some group aspects, but it contains essentially the seven aspects, the seven parts that I see over and over and over again that help you create and look through your own self-kind mind. It's there. It's who you are. And that's the work that we do. We are going to blow enough out of the water and see how you're only limited by your beliefs. Cause and effect. Your thoughts, your beliefs are the cause. Your life is the effect. So my only question to you at this point, my friend, is have you had enough of the old way? (laughs) Okay, I'll send you off on that one. I love you tons. Go check out those links. Sign up for the Self-Kind Mind. And if you have a moment, you can rate this podcast as well. To all of you who send in comments about what this podcast is doing in your life. I love you. We'll see you next week.